Today on Make Impact, we have Tara Youngblood. Tara is the owner of Cryo Incorporated and the Chili Sleep brand that fuses science and sleep to provide quality sleep with temperature technology. I'm looking forward to have Tara on the podcast today to learn more about her wisdom and research on the power of sleep. From Make Films, you're listening to Make Impact, a podcast about creative problem solving and the leaders who are changing their industries for the better. Here's your host, filmmaker and entrepreneur, Derek Diener. Hey, well, thanks, Tara, for coming on the podcast today. I am really excited to have you and get to know your story and hear all the awesome things you're doing to make an impact with your business and in the world. Oh, thanks for having me. Great. So I'm going to start off with a few quick questions and so our listeners can get to know you a little bit better. Um, and I can get to know you a little better, too. Is that good? Perfect. Yeah. And we'll dive in. Cool. All right. So first question here is, where were you born? Ooh, I was born in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So I okay. uh, went through the whole immigration process. I came here to go to school for college and kind of got stuck and never left. Um, oh. I met my husband and business partner on the first day of school. Um, okay. He was an engineering major for three days and then decided, well, ooh, that might not be awesome. <laughs> and so he went on to business and I stayed in, um, I actually branched into physics because um, I really wanted to do fusion engineering, which would be about fusion energy, which is kind of the opposite of fission or the nuclear energy we do today. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty different than what I do today. Um, I kind of go back to it's all energy and it's just, just different energy dynamics, but it's a little bit of a stretch to get to sleep, which is what I do today. Yeah, that's interesting. Where did you go to college? So a little tiny liberal arts school, my dad wasn't excited about the idea of me leaving the country to go to school. And so I got into the school. Um, By then we were living in Kitchener, Waterloo and Waterloo University is one of the top engineering schools actually in the world. Got into uh, Waterloo and proceeded to say, no, I won't live at home. and I don't want to do that. Um, So he drew a big circle on the map and this little school uh, outside of St. Louis was like, the furthest he'd let me go. So I okay. went there. Okay. Nice. Nice. Well, and then it worked out. You met your, your future husband, right? He's at the first day of school. So, Hey, it's destiny. It, 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 yeah. It all worked <laughs> out. Yeah. Nice. And so, so speaking of kind of uh, traveling and moving around, if you could go anywhere in the world today, I know obviously in the middle of COVID here, but if you can go anywhere in the world today, where would you go? Oh, I really love travel. We've had some pretty incredible trips and that is the one thing we've invested in in our family with our kids. We have four boys. We've been um, to South Africa and China and Australia. Um, Right before COVID hit, spring break of last year, we were supposed to go to Italy. Um, My third son, I was pregnant with him and took him to Venice when he was still in my belly and he never got back to Italy. So for a senior year, we were going to like go to Italy for him. And then we didn't go so probably i'd have to go to italy before anywhere else because otherwise i get in trouble yes that's good and italy is one of those places that i feel like every time i go there i'm like i just can just keep coming back here and not have yeah you just more to absorb yeah Yeah, i know it's it's amazing yeah it's an amazing Uh, place it is um and so what's an interesting fact that that not a lot of people know about you oh wow (laughs) um let's see Usually the, the Canada one, most people are surprised I'm not from the U.S. Um, since I don't sound like. No, yeah. 
Well, you're very nice. So maybe I feel like it makes a connection. I feel like all Canadians I met always are just so nice. So I kind of get it. Yeah. It is. It's culturally, we just don't seem to be angry at people. Um, yeah. I actually have a whole theory on that. I think it's because we have you know, you do get snowstorms, you get snow, and that people in northern climates, you can't afford to be mean to somebody because you <laughs> never know when someone may have to help you out of a snowdrift or, or rescue you. There's yeah. sort of a different sense of community because you, you just just got to be nice to people because yeah. <laughs> um, there's just no other choice. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Um, hmm. Little known fact. I'm pretty much an open book. You know, I think that... Um, when it comes to like fun facts, um, probably my favorite food is sushi. Um, and I love like every kind of food, I think just about I'm not a fan of Brussels sprouts, but okay. almost everything else. <laughs> nice. No, that's great. Great. Well, uh, jumping into your story, I'd love to hear um, kind of where you and your husband began with the, you know, kind of the fascination even with sleep. And how did that begin for you? Yeah, so um, Todd's uncle invented the waterbed, Charles P. Hall, you can really? Google it. Actually, last year was the 50th anniversary of the waterbed. So okay. um, if you've never sat on one and done the wavy thing, it was oh, yeah. invented and San Francisco Bay, um, you know, it was a jello chair to start and then okay. migrated to a waterbed. Um, so we kind of got the bug for product design and development out of school hmm. and um, started bringing products to market. So probably over the years, it's well over a hundred different products. So this is just one of those. And in about 2005, we started iterating on what is the chili pad in our current line of products. And it was really a market evolution. Um, car seats, they were starting to talk about microclimate control and drivers and passengers could get different temperatures. And Todd and I do not sleep at the same temperature. Um, and so we're like, Oh, well, you should do that in your bed. That's, that would be a way better. Like the car is one thing, but your bed for sure. Um, and so that was sort of the Genesis of coming up with it. Wow. That's pretty cool. Now that's, it makes complete sense. You know, I, with all the climate control that we have, why are, why are we like spending eight hours in like the least climate controlled space, right? So it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and honestly, the climate control for sleep is really interesting. Um, we found all sorts of science. I can talk about how I got so into the science, but yeah. um, the science of it is really interesting because we slept outside. Our body temperatures drop in the middle of the night, just like it does outside. Like we're used to um, sort of this climate variation that happens at night and it triggers a lot of like the melatonins when people are short on melatonin. Um, one of the, the problems is because we're in a constant temperature. We don't, you know, our, we keep our houses at one temperature office, mm -hmm. our cars, our life is kind of all one temperature and our, our bodies aren't used to that. And so um, when there is a change of temperature in the evening time, that does trigger the release of melatonin. And so uh, one of the reasons people are having a hard time sleeping is, is just a temperature equation. It's interesting too. I, I interviewed on the podcast, um, Jim Donnelly, who started Restore Hyper, Hyper Wellness and they have cryotherapy. And he talked about the basically the problem that we're yeah the same idea that we're constantly keeping our bodies at the same exact temperature and actually uh going in and out of the cold and the heat is good for our bodies and it keeps um yeah there's lots of different studies about that too so it seems like you're you're kind of you feel the same way 
Yeah. You know, it, it's really like how interval training will train you. If you're, if you're into fitness, you know, you've heard that, you know, one constant, just running at one constant mm -hmm. heart rate, actually, you should, you should vary that, that that's much more productive to sort of push your system. Um, intervals of any kind uh, seem to be really good for us. Cause we didn't, we didn't evolve to have consistency in our lives. We evolved yeah. to be more like the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur, you know, like as hunter gatherers, you don't, you don't always know when your next meal is, you don't always know when you're going to have to run from a lion, you just kind of have to be able to, to do whatever comes along. And yeah. uh, we evolved way more in that direction than soft and cushy and consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting. Um, so can you, can you share with us, uh, our listeners a little bit about some of the studies of how, you know, good sleep, like using the chili pad or just in general, like good sleep, how does that impact our lives on a daily basis? How can that make us better or worse? That kind of thing. Yeah, so sleep is definitely one of those secret weapons. Um, if you get great sleep, it unlocks all sorts of extra potential. I kind of look at it as a exponential or a multiplier of the other things we may do to be healthy, but it can also be a multiplier of things that are not healthy in our lives. Um, so they're now looking at the source of a lot of the autoimmune, Alzheimer's, uh, dementia, every disease of the elderly is being um, tracked back to sort of this lack of deep sleep. And when you combine that with our high stress lives, we're basically stewing up um, not great stuff for later in life. And it's and it's tracking to get earlier and earlier um, because the lack of sleep from electronics, um, we see it in our kids. Uh, they're they're yeah. playing electronics or gaming all hours. They're giving up sleep. Um, and they're staying stimulated so they don't actually have that rest time. And you combine that with sort of this high stress uh, outcomes that we have of what we want to be successful with. And it's, it's not a good recipe for life. So the, yeah. you know, the important part is to, to take that rest. Um, again, it's back to interval training. Um, we're supposed to rest. Um, we're supposed to take some time out and uh, yeah. our memories are filed. Our bodies heal. They don't do that unless we're sleeping. So if you think, think about, going through your house and you never, ever cleaned up. You never, ever tidied up. You never put things mm -hmm. away. You never cleaned. Mm -hmm. um, obviously your house would get really messy. That's what you see in like hoarders and like there's bugs and all sorts of nasty parts. Our bodies need to be cleaned and maintained every day. And that happens during sleep. Now that's, that's, that's amazing. That's a, I mean, it's such an easy kind of parallel to see, you know, um, what, what are some tips, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you guys invented the chili pad and, and that's a huge a piece of, of good sleep and, and the climate control and things. But in terms of just like, do you have any other tips, like normal tips that, that somebody can implement to get better sleep or to kind of maximize their, their sleep cycles or anything like that? Yeah, I am all about um, tips. You know, I think that the biggest tip I think is, is to understand the relationship between stress and sleep, first mm -hmm. of all, and, mm -hmm. and that stress is something you really have to keep a handle on. Um, our society does a pretty poor job of making sure we manage stress. Um, so, you know, again, I have four boys, so I talk about stress as it's a happy little monster, your stress <laughs> hormone of cortisol. You actually wake up with it in the morning. That's why a good morning workout will feel good because it's mm. kind of feeding that. But that's healthy stress, and he's cute and cuddly, and he looks like Elmo. Um, but if you... <laughs> 
you let that get really ugly throughout the day, let's say you have bad news or you have a stressful conversation and you don't take a time to downcycle that stress and you kind of get it back into Elmo form instead of this something big and ugly. By the time you go to bed, it's really big and your body doesn't have the ability to necessarily cycle through that. And that's what'll keep you awake. Um, so the very first tip is manage stress. And it doesn't take a lot to do that. My favorite COVID tip, um, because we were all at home, was to when you use the restroom, because we all have to use the restroom, mm -hmm. you close the door and take one extra minute and breathe for that minute. And there's tons of breathing exercises. You can Google whichever one makes you feel most mm -hmm. peaceful or you kind of feel in tune with. But um, studies have shown that if you breathe for just a minute, and yeah. not, not just like, like deliberate breathing, intentional breathing, um, you can wash a good chunk of that cortisol out of your system and actually reset your blood chemistry for stress. Huh. So it's it, it doesn't have to be yeah. a big lift to manage that. That stress, but um, it is consistent and it is being intentional with it. So that's my number one tip. And then beyond that, I think it's important to me for people to know that eight hours is a, is a bit of a myth. It came about at the start of the industrial age. Before that, we were much more polyphasic sleepers. You'll hear the siesta or first yeah. sleep and second sleep, even Dickens refers to that. Um, you'll see some of those literary references. Um, we didn't sleep at eight hours consistency uh, with consistency really ever. Um, okay. And so this myth that says we have to do it all at once and in a certain way for all people is something that can be really damning. So um, the first step is to find out what works for you um, and make sure you know what you need. And I call it my sleep recipe. In my TEDx talk, kind of talked about finding, finding a recipe, probably because yeah. I'm a cook, but what's your recipe for it? And, um, and making that work for you. So those are my two big tips. No, that's great. That's great insight. So kind of backtracking just a little bit, we kind of, before we started rolling, we talked about the life of an entrepreneur and, and, the, and the craziness of that. If, if somebody is listening to this and they say, you know, I believe that I have something that could make an impact and could change people in a positive way, like, like you guys did with the chili pad or, you know, like you've done throughout your your career here, um, what are some some tips or some thoughts that you would have on kind of starting this journey and enduring the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and even like new product development? There's so much that goes into what you guys do on a regular basis. Like, can you, can you share a little bit about your journey and then what that could mean to other people? Yeah, so usually the first thing I do, because um, I've, I've got a, um, over a dozen different patents and continuations. And so, you know, people are like, oh, I have an idea. And the first thing I do is try to convince them actually not to do anything with their idea. And and if I can convince you in a few minutes to not go forward with your idea, okay. then that's usually a good sign. Don't do it. It's really not a good idea. I shouldn't be able to, you know, it, you're about yeah. to face tornado yeah. winds or hurricane winds and you're going to climb up a mountain against hurricane wind. So if someone can convince you it's not a good idea, you don't have a high risk profile, uh, it's not for you. That's the first thing yes. um, because it is, it's, it, you know, a lot of there's, you see all the success and, you know, over the years, everyone likes, oh, that's just so amazing. I, you know, I want to do that. And it, it, it's, it is, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, it, it seems very glamorous, but there's a lot of days where your mortgage is on the line and you have mm -hmm. employees and you're paying their mortgages, you're paying their health insurance. You have to understand that 
that that's yeah. there. Um, the rewards are huge, but first of all, kind of go in knowing what that is and, and not, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, just like every profession, you know, we're not all firemen, even though we all in kindergarten think we want to be, um, we can't all be firemen. It's mm-hmm. not us. So mm-hmm. recognizing that first, but then I think, you know, putting people around you that are really smart, Todd and I talk about it as zone of genius and everyone has zone of genius mm-hmm. um, and recognizing that, you know, as an entrepreneur, will really fall into the trap of trying to do everything. And at some points you'll have to bootstrap and possibly do everything. But as you can surround yourself, even if it's just friends or consultants or or partners that are within that zone of genius that is separate from you, that complements you, that 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 pad you to help strengthen up those weaknesses that you have and recognize them Um, because we all have them. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the best recipe is that very few people will do entrepreneurship really well by themselves. It's, it's a team approach. Exactly, there's, yes. there's a whole bunch of people that all go into that and, you know, you can look at it's, oh, it's just me that's on this podcast, but it's really far, far, far away from it's just me. Yeah, no, that's great advice. The, the team element, I think that's the, was the biggest challenge for, for me, for growth, every step of growth, you know, required somebody new to come and plug into the team. And then I'm, I'm learning how to give give what I was doing to them and and strengthen them and not have to carry those things and finding you know but the interesting thing about entrepreneur too is you're constantly shifting things that you're doing and kind of how you're plugging in and then really finding finding like my sweet spot finding your sweet spot on like how to, how do you fit to in in the team as it grows too which is which actually I I think I underestimated how how challenging but also how fun that is too you know it kind of has both elements to it I think. Yeah. Super, super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I guess maybe one other one is learning to say no. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really easy to think you need to say yes to every customer. And um, you know, you do get to a certain point like, okay, you're not my best customer. And this is, I'm not going to always say yes. Um, Sometimes you just need to say no. And the learning how to say no is way harder than saying yes that's that's extremely accurate that's very true very true and, and then it, it, in the beginning you go through an evolution right because in the beginning you're just saying yes to opportunities you know just like yeah you know I, i'm growing i'm excited this 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 says and then eventually you kind of have to say i this is not sustainable this is not i can't keep doing this and this is not best for the growth of the company and the, yeah so you're right it, it it's a it's a weird adjustment but it's very needed yeah so okay if we're talking about you know, your mission at Cryo as a whole, I mean, the, like what you guys are trying to do, what would you say that it is? I really want the whole world to sleep better. And um, I know you're in production, so probably this visualization will help, but I love the Snickers commercial um, mm-hmm. where you're not yourself when you're mm-hmm. hungry. Um, sleep is even more so. So um, you can actually go without food way longer than you can without sleep. Um, only water and breathing come before sleep is a need for human beings before they literally go insane. And we're surviving in a world where people are chronically sleep deprived, the entire planet. And so how many bad decisions could be saved? Um, you know, I talk about the fact that um, unfortunately, 
in 2008, we lost our youngest son and um, I basically didn't sleep for almost a year. And, wow. and the, the grief and depression that goes with that, literally um, they found in studies, you're, you're the same as being drunk. Um, so, you know, going through life, um, being drunk all the time is, is just uh, crippling. Yeah. And if I actually was drinking, someone would have intervened and said, you can't drive your kids to school. You yeah. can't run a business like someone would have said you know join join an organization get help put you in rehab there's no rehab for sleep there's no nobody yeah. that's going to rescue you um they you know basically you end up in a spiral of depression and, and mental health issues mm -hmm. and you're on your own and you know the best the doctor can do is give you some ambient um, which is basically a hallucinogenic drug. So you take someone that has got mental health issues and you give them a semi-addictive hallucinogen drug as the best solution. It's it's crazy. Um, any other health thing would not pass that, but that's what we're doing with sleep. And so if you think about what we need to do, it's not that complicated. We need to have honest conversations with sleep, just like we would for an alcohol or other, you know, addiction or problem. And yeah. uh, changing the way the world sleeps is obviously, you know, I, I have a temperature control product, but we're coming out with an app this summer. And it really is about small habits and small mm -hmm. conversations, mm -hmm. recognizing what could be your recipe and, and figuring it out. It doesn't mean you have to sleep eight hours and be perfect every night. Um, kind of like dieting, you know, like the healthy way to do it isn't, you know, being 100% perfect all the time. It's, yeah. it's, having a sense of what is the framework you need to be successful or entrepreneurship, you know, we, we yeah. need a framework and we need a framework for sleep and we need to be talking about it more. So our, our, my vision absolutely is from everywhere in the whole world to make sure we're having conversations about sleep, mm -hmm. um, you know, in a shanty town in, in South Africa, um, when it's hot and they can't sleep to, um, we've worked with homelessness and, and their mm -hmm. sleep and what impact that can have on mental health. Um, we do a lot of work with veterans um, and PTSD um, oh, wow. is significantly impacted by better sleep. Um, and so, you know, you look across the board, there really isn't anything um, cancer, you know, the cancer drugs are terrible on sleep. Um, yeah. You know, any, any, anybody anywhere just needs more sleep. So yeah, it, it's, it sounds all altruistic to say, I want to change the way the whole world sleeps, but the whole world does need to change the way they sleep. A lot of you have probably heard of audible.com. Uh, I've used audible for the past seven years. I've read over 80 books. I actually learned from a friend if I've been listening to books 30% faster. So I do the, use the 1.3 times faster and it's just a way to kind of get books faster with my efficiency brain, but it, it helps me, you know, it's amazing. I, I love to stay connected, informed uh, and inspired by audible.com. So you can sign up for your free 30 day trial of audible premium plus at audibletrial.com slash make impact. That's audibletrial.com slash make impact. Happy listening. It's interesting, like I've, there's, there's so many different studies that I've read, even about doctors and nurses and, you know, their 24 hour shifts. And then towards the end of that, uh, it's just not healthy. You know, it's not great. No, no, we, we did early in COVID, we did a giveaway. We gave away a million dollars worth of product last year to wow. healthcare workers and um, veterans still as well, because we've always done that. But yeah. um, they have some of the worst sleep on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, how, how is that? How is that right? 
like yeah. we're, we're trusting life and death decisions um, with people yeah. that, that don't have good sleep. And again, I just described it as being drunk. Like, I don't want someone telling me how to save my life if they're drunk. No, like we yeah. wouldn't allow that. They lose their license. Yeah. But that's okay for sleep. Like that's just broken. We actually um, just did a, a fabulous study with um, the Air Force and some of their pilots um, about their sleep. And they're really okay. finally recognizing like you can't fly a drone, never mind a billion dollar airplane without understanding how tired those guys are. And if they're too tired, they shouldn't be flying even yeah. a drone. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's really impactful for even you look at a 22 year old guy, you'd say, okay, they should be able to sleep. They're healthy. They're young. Um, but we are really crippling them as well on their sleep. And, mm. you know, it's fun that the air force and some of those military outlets are really starting to recognize that this is a big deal. They need to invest in soldier sleep just as much as any other part of their training. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, great things in those spaces. Cause those are, the, I mean, huge impact that can have kind of like this exponential impact with with healthcare workers too, with the, the outcomes, better outcomes, and and you know better mental health for everybody across the board with better sleep. You know, well, so as we as we wrap, I'd love to hear. Can you share with me a little bit of the what what is you know what is the chili pad? What's the kind of science a little bit behind that, and how can people learn more about it and and try it and buy it? Yeah, so kind of talked about it that, you know, we used to sleep outdoors not that long ago when you look at number of generations versus number of generations that slept outside. Um, even when they had shelter, it was still really entrained to what was happening outside. Um, and so, you know, temperature is just a way to talk to your body when it's sleeping, because when you're sleeping, um, you can't really have a conversation or you can't have willpower. Um, you can have willpower a little bit about when you go to sleep, but you can't change your sleep outcome once you're asleep. Temperature has a unique place place in the sense that it talks to your unconscious brain where your heart rate and your breathing is already. Um, and so that's where we're able to make an impact while you sleep at night to get better deep sleep and better quality sleep. So we really talk about sleep density in the sense that if you can't get eight, think about density of that sleep. Think about what's the best density of good quality sleep. What's the best you know, way yeah. in order to have uh, good sleep. And so our pad is basically a pad, like a mattress pad that you would put on on a mattress protector mm -hmm. kind of thing where it goes underneath the sheets and it um, sits right below your, or on top of your mattress, but below your sheets. So in that sandwich, and then there's a control unit that basically pumps water through. So back to that idea, the waterbed, uh, if you ever slept on a waterbed where oh, yeah, the heater yeah. broke, um, it's really freezing cold. Yeah. Um, so yes. it's actively cooling. You'll hear about, um, you know, the ability of water to draw heat off and change that. Um, and so you'll, you know, you'll see gel and mattresses or cooling sheets. All of those are passive cooling. It's kind of like wearing your Under Armour wicking shirt. It's not going to stop you from sweating. Um, but if you're actively being cooled in that sense where you're going to have water running over you, like a radiator does for your car, that is a very different equation. And so we're in the spot where we're basically treating you like a Ferrari. And this is a radiator that goes under you. And we want you as that Ferrari engine to be running perfectly. Um, and so we actively cool or heat you or get you to whatever temperature it is. So it's between 55 and 115 degrees and okay. anywhere in between. And that's where the beauty of sleep partners come in because you can have two different temperatures. Wow, that's amazing. And so uh, they can find you, uh, What uh, we'll put it in the notes here, but uh, what's your website and kind of where can they follow you know, what you're doing personally and also what you guys are doing, um, you know, cryo and chili pad. 
Yeah. So we're at chillysleep.com and then you can find me online. Um, my sort of social handle is sleep geek. Um, cause obviously I'm a very geeky sleep person uh, and it kind of works. Um, and as a physicist, you get called a geek very early on and you can't just get used to it. Yeah. It's just kind of goes with the territory. Yes. Um, so yeah, you can look me up on whatever social media thing is, is your path to that. Um, and I have a blog as well. So if you want to find out more about what I've talked about, um, we have a blog called pillow talk and it goes more in depth on some of the science behind what I've talked about. Well, that's great. Well, thank you for uh, spending the morning with me. I'm excited for our listeners to get to know you better and get to know all the great things you're doing. And hopefully we'll get some takeaways, try your product and also just get better sleep in general. So hopefully, uh, they'll, learn and uh you know see the benefits of better sleep yeah awesome thank you for having me it is always great to kind of further that cause and i do i hope everyone if nothing else just walks away and says yeah you know what i maybe should i should try a little harder on that sleep thing definitely thanks for listening to this episode of make impact follow our journey on instagram at make impact podcast make impact is hosted by derek diener written by Letitia Kreider and produced by Letitia Kreider and Grace Wagner. Aaron Diener and Seth Bortner edit the episodes and Lisbeth Byler is our marketing manager. Make Impact is brought to you by Make Films, a team of filmmakers producing meaningful content to inspire and motivate. Learn more at makefilms.cc. Until next time, be kind to one another and make an impact.